This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. It's Monday, October 4th. Today, we're zooming in on one story. In 2019, the Kansas Department for Children and Families told private foster care providers that they had to put LGBTQ foster kids in homes that respected their identities. But the state never finalized a law or a policy for how they should house LGBTQ foster kids. Blaze Mesa covers foster care for the Kansas News Service, and he reported on this, and he's here to tell us more. Hi, Blaze. Namin, glad to be here. How many LGBTQ kids are there in the Kansas foster system? Do we know? Yeah, no. So we don't really know the exact number. And that's kind of the heart of what the story looks at. It's one of the major issues is because child placing agencies don't have to ask or really don't have to kind of figure out some of this information. And of course, there are always children that could be not openly LGBTQ yet, but could be LGBTQ. So that number really isn't able to be quantified. So do they collect data on this at all? So they do have some information available, but it was nothing to where I could really put a number towards. Uh, The state has a a child matching system where it does exactly what it sounds like. It'll match a potential child with a potential parent where they can track if this is an LGBTQ child and if the family would be accepting of LGBTQ children. So they do have some systems in place, but it's nothing too concrete. And what protections exist for LGBTQ foster kids in Kansas? There currently aren't any protections, and expands beyond just children and youth in the system, and also goes to potential adoptive parents as well. Kansas currently has no LGBTQ-specific laws. Now, my in the foster care system, I should say. And now, my story is specifically looking at if a child is openly LGBTQ, are they going to be placed with a home that will accept them, or will they be placed with parents that might not want a child who, you know, is LGBTQ? What happens if a kid is open about their gender identity or sexual orientation and they're not in an accepting environment? Well, it can really be a variety of things, and depending at what study you look at, there could be potential different outcomes. But I spoke with Christina Remlin, who's the lead counsel at Children's Rights, and and from what they've seen is that there can be a lot of depression, anxiety, maybe struggling in school. It can really manifest in a lot of ways. It's not that LGBTQ children and young people are just naturally more anxious or depressed. Um, They show up with higher rates of anxiety and depression and other mental health challenges precisely because of the amount of discrimination and bias against them that they swim in in our society, because our society is very steeped with that. Just imagine if someone isn't accepted by their parents and don't have that, you know, support system around. Those are the general struggles you're going to see. And what does a foster care agency do if they think a family won't be accepting? So if the social workers or whoever have a reason to believe that the kid might not be accepted in that environment, they may just not place that child in that home. Because um, like I said earlier, there is a matching system that can say this is kid is openly LGBTQ and this family does accept them. But of course, it kind of gets into a lot of nuance and different factors because if they're going to be placed with a family member or they're a small child or a young child who isn't openly LGBTQ, those questions may never come up and state agencies don't have to ask a parent if they do or don't support LGBTQ rights. We'll be back after this message from our supporters. UMB Private Wealth Management is a division of UMB Bank that tailors financial planning services to help you maximize your assets and protect your legacy. 
Everything we do starts with you because there is no one-size-fits-all financial planning strategy. Your UMB experience begins with us taking the time to get to know you and understand your financial goals. Then we customize a detailed yet flexible plan that helps you achieve them. At UMB, your story is always our focus. Learn more at umb.com slash wealth hyphen management. Don't forget to subscribe to The Early Bird, the daily news email from KCUR. Get news from Kansas City to Washington, D.C. delivered to your inbox every weekday at 6 a.m. Be in the know before you even get out of bed. The Early Bird. Subscribe at kcur.org slash newsletters. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. We're speaking with Blaze Mesa of the Kansas News Service about LGBTQ children in the Kansas foster system. So is the issue here that there isn't really an, a, a law or like an official policy surrounding placing kids in these environments? Yes, that is the issue. I was able to speak with the state and some DCF people and then child placing agencies, and they are all very accepting of really anyone, whether it be race, religion, or LGBTQ. They are totally accepting in every way. But the issue there is if there are no policies or laws in place, what exactly do state agencies do? In 2019, I believe, there was draft guidance. It was more a memo that the department had sent out to some of these child placing agencies because they were asking, how do we place LGBTQ kids? What do we do if we don't know if the home will accept them? Two years after some original recommendations to place children in homes that accept them, the department kind of backed off from that and doesn't have any policy in place. So what if a, a family who wants to foster or adopt is LGBTQ themselves? Um, are there any protections for those families? There are no protections for those families. and The department, again, will say that they are accepting of everybody. And there are plenty of child placing agencies that want to try and make sure that those families can adopt. When speaking with some people, they said there is a stigma that LGBTQ parents shouldn't adopt kids. They said that is totally untrue. Parents of all creeds, religions, race again should adopt. But it kind of goes to the heart of the issue. If there is no policy or law in place, like discrimination can happen. Uh, advocates also pointed out to the fact that there's the Adoption Protection Act, which was passed a few years ago, that does allow child placing agencies to just not give children or not work with families if whatever belief they have um, kind of goes against the sincerely held religious belief. So if it's an LGBTQ potential parent and the foster agency is very religious and sincerely believes that marriage is between a man and a woman, they don't have to work with that family. So who is it that is concerned about this issue and, and what are they trying to do to change it? There are some state lawmakers who are concerned about the issue, but they're also, I don't want to say they're not concerned, but here's the issue they're facing. Uh, I spoke with some who said, yes, that, that sounds bad, we want to address it, but there are other things they kind of have queued up first. For example, conversion therapy is still legal in the state. There are no state protections against discrimination for LGBTQ people in general. Uh, there are also some legislators and some lawmakers who want to repeal the Adoption Protection Act. So people do, and more Democratic lawmakers, do want to try and do something, but there are just other priorities they have in the way. What organizations locally or, or nationally are advocating uh, in favor of this issue? 
I spoke with people from Children's Rights, who's a lot more of a national group, but I also spoke with some people who work both in Missouri and Kansas, so that kind of local side as well. Lori Ross, who's the CEO of Foster Care Adopt, said, you know, states might even want to start considering a lot more protections in place for children. For example, if you don't support LGBTQ rights, maybe you shouldn't be allowed to adopt. I believe that the two states that I work in have a responsibility to make sure that the children that they're placing are going to be welcomed and affirmed in those homes. Um, So I'm sure there are lots of people who would absolutely vehemently disagree with me, and I'm happy to have that conversation. Blaze Mesa is a reporter covering social services and criminal justice for the Kansas News Service. Thanks, Blaze. Thanks so much, Noemi. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. This podcast was produced by Byron Love and edited by Gabe Rosenberg. If you want more of Kansas City's NPR station, you can hear us live on the air at 89.3 FM or catch our live stream at kcur.org, where you can also find Blaze's story about LGBTQ kids in the foster system. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you soon. Thank you.